my newest sponsor is Somewhere in Clothing. It was founded by my, my friend Vanessa because she wanted to combine her loves of photography, which she's amazing at, and her styling skills, because she pretty much wears graphic shirts every day, but she didn't find anything that stood out to her. So the brand is for the person who likes to travel and explore, the person who enjoys learning and finding local gems in their community, and for the person that likes seeing the world in a different view. The brand aspires to be the newest version of streetwear with modern photography while showcasing non-touristy locations. Their website is somewhereinclothing.com. You can get them on Instagram, on Somewhere in Clothing. I'm sure they're on Facebook. They have awesome stuff from pins to t-shirts to backpacks to fanny packs to totes. Just amazing stuff. So go support them again, Somewhere in Clothing, from right here in San Antonio. Glad to partner with them. Somewhere on the spectrum, somewhere, talking to Carlos Cornelio Gonzalez Jr. Today on Somewhere on the Spectrum, I am talking to my very best friend in the whole world, Carlos Cornelio Gonzalez Jr. I am uh, thrilled for those of you who have been uh, listening in and uh, kind of keeping up. Carlos just FaceTimed me at the same time. So you can hear the audio come through. That's real life shit right there, bro. Carlos and I tried to record uh, like the second week of February, I think. And uh, we were in Geekdom Studios. We sat down to record. I was so excited because Carlos lives in Victoria, Texas. So he's in town for TMEA, Texas Music Educators Association Conference. Sat down. We had an audio engineer sitting outside of the recording studio. He kind of told us, hey, just a heads up. We've had some issues with this audio. Just make sure you're looking at it. It might stop. Sure shit, it stops. Like 15 minutes in. And I was like, oh, no, that's not good. And, of course, Carlos has a deadline because he's there for a conference, and so he's got to get back and get shit done. And uh, the guy tries to get the recording going again, and uh, the computer crashes. And so after all of this, um, we don't get to record. And I was devastated because... At the time, I didn't have a way to record remotely, at least not with the kind of audio I was hoping for. Now, fuck it. Like, we're throwing it all out the window because everybody's remote. So we all report recording with our AirPods. Um, so I am thrilled and pleased and honored to welcome in the man of my dreams, Carlos Cornelio Gonzalez Jr. Welcome, buddy. Yeah. What's up, man? How are you? Uh, I'm good now that we got it figured out. Um, yeah. I am not editing out the the FaceTime sound, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Carlos and I set this up before we started recording. I was like, okay, leave it on mute on FaceTime so we can look at each other. And then all of a sudden, I send in the message, and I could see he froze. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> 
But I'm not leaving it out because that's real life. That's right. It is what it is. I am uh, drinking Hofbrau Original. Okay. Uh, a, a lager. You're drinking water? Negative. Um, little Maker's Mark. Oh, shit. Yeah, Maker's Mark and ice. And just a Maker's Mark and ice? Oh, oh and Coke. Yeah, just, I mean, normally, you know, whatever. Um, Maker's and Coke, but I tried to reduce the Coke, so I feel better about myself. <laughs> but oh, it still has Coke in it? But oh, there's still Coke. <laughs> Fattenings? Fattenings? <laughs> do you have any do you have any beer? We have tequila. What's, What's tequila? tequila? It's like What's beer. The fattening? Fattenings? Uh yeah, man. So things are good here. Uh, actually currently in my home office slash music studio slash band hall. Um <clears throat> The life of the teacher. Yeah, I kind of have the command center set up, you know. Yes, I had one of those very briefly. And uh, I bought a desk, set it in my bedroom. And uh, uh, I think like maybe like a day in, Michaela properly commandeered, like promptly commandeered it. And was like, oh, I can focus really well in here. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, me too. That's the whole fucking... And then I lost it. I was gone. Um, I thought about you today, dude. What was I thinking about? Oh, no, yesterday. I was uh, chatting uh, at work with a coworker of mine yeah. who's much younger than me, like by 10 years, I think, 9 or 10 years. Okay. Nice dude. Really like him. And uh, he's being really helpful to me. And I said... Uh, Man, but this thing's all this whole thing is over. We should get an apartment together. And then I realized, like, he didn't respond. Yeah, no idea. And I, he, I realized he probably hadn't seen Anchorman. So then I put in quotations from, from the movie Anchorman, and he goes, oh, "Oh, I've never seen Anchorman." And I was like, uh, "Hold on one second, I'm going to call you." So I called him, and I was like, "Listen, I'm not trying to get an apartment with you. It's from a movie. It's called Anchorman." you need to watch it. And he was like, Oh, I figured I didn't understand the context. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. That's amazing. And, uh, mind you, Carlos and I can, uh, we have full out conversations, full out conversations in movie quotes. Uh, some movies for you, uh, more for me, but you know, very few movies for me. Okay. We'll be fair. Um, you... Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I can't deal with all the movies. No, I'm, I worked at a movie theater for over ten years, so it's you know inherently in my blood to speak in movie quotes, and that's just a second language to me. And people give me the same reactions that you got from, uh, you know, homeboy, and it's okay. It is. It's not, but it's okay. it is okay. <laughs> it's fine. He said he's gonna watch it today, so we'll see. He might. He probably won't. He probably won't. He has time. <clears throat> we all have. Yes. We all have time now. Yes, yeah, some of us less than others. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But now it's gonna be fine. The 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 governor's opening the state. Hold up. <laughs> no, it's fine. Listen, Abbott. He's. He's obviously a stand-up guy and being sarcastic. And 
He opened the, <laughs> he opened the state, and we're gonna be. It's everything's fine. The virus is gone. The dude from Jesus blew it away. You remember? Well, yeah. I mean, at least it's not like Florida. You know, open up the beaches tonight, and we're good. They did. That's what I've been seeing. It may be. Uh, I don't know if it was Babylon B or whatever it's called. Um, you know, spoof site, but it was on the internet. Oh. So you know, that old. It has to be real. That old adage. <clears throat> don't worry my mother-in-law posted on instagram on not instagram she's not that no. cool on uh facebook today yeah. um she said if you're not with trump then you're not with america okay all right C- cool C- cool great <laughs> I, I, I love her but me too I do. We shouldn't say anymore because I'll get in trouble. Although that's assuming that my family listens to this podcast. Zinger. Hi, family. Not listening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I want to know the best story you have to share with the people. Give the people what they want. Your best John Robertson came to America story. Well. Like, I don't want this to be a whole bunch of questions no. about me, but, like, <clears throat> I feel like we've known each other. For, how long have we known each other? Too damn long is the answer. Well, um, maybe sometimes it feels like that, but... Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, 2004. When did we meet? Yes. 2004, yeah. 16 years. It's ah. a long time. Okay. Um, well, I mean, it has to be one of the first stories. I mean, it was... It was it has been in, infamously told ad nauseum because you talking about the movie theater. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because it, it it's never not going to be funny. It's so good, at least to me. And again, I mentioned briefly. There have been times where we've talked about this story, just the two of yeah, us, by the yeah. way. And you have cried. I still you die laughing. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> like the thirtieth time you've heard it, and you're fucking dying every time. I probably will tonight too. So, do I need to tell the story Please then? Do. Oh my goodness. Okay, so the story is: Look, everybody knows I lived in Italy. Okay, dude, dog in Italy. That was the thing everybody used to say in college. I shit you not. I shit you not in Italy, and. Um, so on base, where I live, where I went to school, went, did everything. Obviously, I lived off base. But on base, where I went to school, we had one movie theater. Okay, and that movie theater doubled as a community, sort of like. No. No, not what? <laughs> no, what kind of movie theater do you think we had? Oh, on base. That's right. <laughs> that's stupid. On base. That's right. Is on base. <laughs> yes, you can watch a movie here, but there are people from other countries sleeping in bunk beds. So be quiet. Um, and uh, so it doubled as like the community, like place where they gave award ceremonies and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So no, no. Um, Medney. What are they called? No, what Uh-oh. are the what are the seats called? Yeah, stadium, stadium seating. Correct. All flat, all one level. So just to point a picture, maybe like five hundred seats, flat. And to okay. be fair, a lot of theaters in the states used to be like that too. Yes, 
Sorry, I'm being a bad person and lighting a cigarette. 1970. Shut up. Well, my base was built in the 50s, so there you go. I don't know when when they built the theater, but they definitely is old. Probably not before the base. No. Hey, there's a movie theater. Let's build a base. <laughs> it's built around the theater that we will also give awards to. Yeah, it's perfect. That when John is in the sixth grade, he will go up to accept an award, trip on the stairs, and fall onto the stage in front of the whole school. That Brilliant. stage. That's the real thing that happened. And so, anyway, we they played one movie a day at seven yeah, o'clock. PM. Except for on Fridays and Saturdays, 7 p.m. One movie a day. Except for on Fridays and Saturdays, they would play a seven and a 10. Okay? That's it. When I was in high school, middle school and high school. That's Same all movie? Seven, ten? Sometimes. No, no. Two oh. different movies. Oh, I know. Big time. So occasionally, we would finish the first movie. My mom would come to pick us up and we'd be like, can we please stay for the second one? And they would let us stay gotcha. for the second one. Because, of course, we're old and I didn't have a cell phone yet. <laughs> and so I remember it clearly that we can't. <clears throat> like a month after I moved to the United States when I was 18. Came over on a ship. Wow. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> shut up. And um, and my roommate, either my roommate or somebody else asked me if I wanted to go to the movies. It was 1045 yeah. in the morning. And I was like, tonight? Yeah, I don't think I have any plans. And he was like, no. Right now. And I was like, what? What do you mean? And he's like, do you want to go to the movies right now? And I was like, there's a movie on right now? <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. And he kind of looked at me like I was a crazy person. I was like, yeah, sure. So I went to the movies. I don't even remember who else came with us. And I got there and I was like, what are we going to watch? And he was like, well, what do you want to watch? And I was like, well, what's playing? And he was like, those movies. And I was like, all of them? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And I was like, it, how? <laughs> <laughs> You've heard this story like 15 so times. Maybe 50 <laughs> times. He still gets you. And he's like, what do you mean? It's a multiplex. They have multiple theaters. <laughs> I didn't understand. So <laughs> this is a very coming to America mo- moment yeah. in my life. And he's like, well, they have 16 screens. And I was like, huh? Like it totally <laughs> caught me off guard to the point where I called my mom and was like, Mom, the meatloaf. I'm just kidding. Mom, multiplex, blah, 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 like ran through the whole thing. She's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, why did you, t-? like, I didn't know. I was like, they're going to see a movie right now at 11 o'clock in the morning. And... uh I think that's the I yeah that was like the beginning of the shock for yeah. me. The other one was uh, garbage disposals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We didn't have those, so uh, I went to stay at Danielle's family's house one time, and they were dumping the food in the right. sink. And I was like, "Yo, what the hell are you doing?" She was like, "We're putting in the garbage disposal." I was like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> and then they like flipped this switch with the water on. And I, Danielle says that I opened the cabinet <laughs> underneath the sink and was like, where does it go? Because <laughs> I thought it was just like a trash can underneath the sink. 
And then, like, my my mother-in-law looked at me like I was some kind of foreigner. Well. <laughs> well, yes, I was. And uh, so they explained the uh, garbage disposal to me. Man. That was the thing. Nobody had bidets. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I have one Ooh. now. Really? Just got okay. one. The best, yes. Well, I got an attachment. Yeah, my no, I assumed. I ordered it when... Uh, when the pandemic yeah. happened. Smart. Best thing ever. I don't have to use toilet paper. Just cleans your ass. And uh, nobody else in the house likes it. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it's very forceful. And, uh, Does it not have settings? I mean... Yeah, there's... You know, here's the thing. It definitely goes from low to, like, high. I haven't really felt the difference between all of them it just sort of all feel like the same so it's definitely uh i've, I've named it pellegrino and uh I, I texted clint the other day and it was like pellegrino hit me so hard i think we're dating oh man <laughs> <laughs> like i almost jumped out of the toilet i was like oh oh okay not bad. Buy me dinner first, please. And, uh, but my ass is so clean. <laughs> like, I think we're so all proud and happy for you. Danielle says it's too rough. <laughs> the girls don't like it. it, it you know, it only hurts the first time. <laughs> 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 Moving right along. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. So I highly recommend a bidet to anybody who's uh, curious. Um, today. I don't know. What? Um. <laughs> yeah, so those are my, yeah. like, some of the awkward stories of me moving to America. It's all good. Yes, we have been friends Long time. for quite some time. Long time. Best men at each man's wedding, mm-hmm. each person's wedding. Bruce was first, and... Uh... Much um, earlier, yes. Much, much. Yeah, but I mean, you've been with Danielle for a long ass time. Well, sure. five years at that point. Well, we got, yeah, yeah. We're about to be next next February. Yeah, Twenty yeah. years together. I know. I know. Thir- thirteen, thir- fourteen years married this year. And you just got married. Uh, well, uh, almost, almost two uh, years ago. June, it'll be two years. Hello. Didn't you get married June July 8th? I thought it was July 8th. It was June. It was. Hold on. June 8th is her birthday. July 8th is the wedding. Yep. July 8th is when you got okay, married. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I should know that. Because go ahead, now please. <laughs> she will be listening. Uh, <laughs> he knows this. Don't worry, Jennings. Jennings is his lovely wife. He so knows we have, this. Don't worry about it. We have this thing. Yeah, my birthday is March 8th. Her birthday yeah. is June 8th. Um, we actually mm-hmm. met on May 8th. Um, we got together on February 8th. And. Uh, yeah, and so uh, just the number eight kept circling around and was important to us. We wanted to actually get married on um, August 8th, 
to kind of get that going. But that would have put us in the middle of marching season. Um, oh, because, yes, people should know that you are yeah, a band I'm director. Sorry. High school band director. Yeah. And so is she. Uh, although she teaches middle school band now um, and loves it and is nice. doing a great job. Uh, but yeah, summer band uh, just would not work well trying to plan a wedding and all that. So instead, uh, we put it in July, uh, not June, not June, not on her birthday, because that would just yeah. take away that special day. No. Um, yeah. So yeah, two years July. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good. It's been good. It's been great. You guys seem perfect for each other. We uh, we do well for each other. We're we're a good match. We, we work well together. You know, it, there's um, you know you see some couples arguing and fighting. We never really get to that point. We get on each other's nerves occasionally, but you're you're not an argumentative no, person. We're both anyway. pretty calm and collected, so it's easy to realize what happened or the mistake that was made and we moved past it pretty quick and yeah it's good yeah yeah Mm -hmm. okay so do we what we do with this avid stuff like i really started thinking about it today reading over the guidelines obviously schools Closed for the rest of the year, which I, yeah, we all knew most of the time of the year. <clears throat> and really, I mean, even past that, I don't know what the fall looks like. But are they saying anything to you about this stuff, or as a teacher? Or right now, we're planning like things will happen in the fall. Just hoping for the best, but you know, nothing's guaranteed with this thing. And, okay. Uh, if we're trying to open up, you know, places next week, it may make things uh, worse, I think. You know. My campus, that where I work, has 16,000 yeah. people there. We're almost all working from home. The idea that then you're going to jam-pack 16,000 mm-hmm. people again into this building Seems so stupid. I don't know if they're going to. They haven't told us anything, but like with people still right. dying every day from this virus, the idea that we're going to slam everybody back together is absurd. Like, and that's why, like, the, the posts about, like, if you're not with Trump, you're not with America. Like, what the fuck? Like, we're all with America. Like, we're all trying to make sure Americans don't die. You fucking. Dr. Phil and Dr. Ooh, Oz. Did you see what yeah. those motherfuckers said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dr. Phil or Dr. Oz basically saying like two to three percent loss is pretty good. Like of the children. Like homies. What? <laughs> like what fucking world do you live in that you think like it's okay? Look, if we lose two to three percent of all the school students, like huh? No. No, 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 no. Uh also, guess who, get, guess who gets affected by that right. the most? The poor people. Not Dr. Oz's people. You know, not the right. well-to-do, not the wealthy. It's the poor kids, the black kids, the brown kids. Those are going to be the ones affected the most. Also, 
the other thing that bothers me is if all these kids are not going back to school and we're opening up all these people to go back to work, who the fuck is going to watch all these kids? Solid point. The teachers won't. I mean, so... Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. Even with people... Even with people opening up, yeah, saying, uh, you know, I can see Mm-mm. the smarter people saying, "No, I'm staying home." Sorry, but the thing is, like, some of us that have, you know, and I'm not even, inc- I'm not including some people who have like a little bit more leverage at their jobs may be able to do that. But what about the people who don't? You know what I mean, yeah. like restaurant workers and stuff. Who don't have the leverage to say, no, I'm worried. Like, I'm afraid. I don't want to do that. They'll lose their jobs. And I, I just, I know it's hurting the economy. I know it's bad. But you can't choose the economy over human life. Like, you just can't do that. And I, I feel like some people just think, like, it has to happen. We have to open it back up. Like right, yeah, we need to not die. There won't be an economy to come back to if there's not people to you know buy stuff. Buy shit. It's unbelievable. Like unbelievable that these motherfuckers also by the way, Dr. Phil has a doctorate in clinical psychology. He does not have a license. He had to turn in his license. It was essentially revoked because of multiple complaints about mis- like non-physical, inappropriate something, I forget, with a patient multiple times. So he's essentially Twitter today was calling him Mr. Phil. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. So why he's being asked to comment on a global pandemic is beyond me. He is not and has never been, not now, and has never been a medical doctor. Like, he's a fucking celebrity. Right. That's what he well, is. He's a talk show. Same host. reason why uh, Vince McMahon is on the committee to figure out when we're going to open up, you know. Unfucking believable. Vince McMahon. Like, what the fuck does he well, know he about anything? He knows how to screw these wrestlers. And if you keep up with any of that but i mean he he figured out a way how to uh, convince someone that the wrestling business is an essential business and so i did hear about that to do that and then let go a whole bunch of his roster yeah really you know i think i read one time that they're all listed as independent yeah. contractors aren't they uh, I don't know that for sure it sounds right we'll go with it let's go with it because I also have a doctor in, in, in whatever I want <laughs> that's right the schmooze as you were once uh... <laughs> the schmooze that's the, the old nickname the old nickname back, back in the find me alpha days Carlos and I are both members uh, of a wonderful organization called Find Me Alpha, which is a the largest and oldest music fraternity in the world. Uh, J.K. Simmons, Oscar winner, Brother. Symphonian, holla. 
brother. Holla, brother. Bill Bill Clinton, oh, not not a, not a brother. Rogers? Yeah, Mr. Rogers, holler. Do you remember the rumor that we always uh, that, that was going around in college that we at Liarcrest, which is our national headquarters, that we had the only picture of him oh, with yeah. all the tattoos yeah, yeah, that yeah. were rumored for him to have? <laughs> <laughs> and I swear no. to God that I saw it, but of course I didn't. Drink, like, of course I didn't. I, no. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw it. <laughs> I definitely saw it. <laughs> I definitely, I definitely saw it. I can't. As I open another beer, by the way. Um, it's a good beer. Hofbrau original. Brooklyn Germany. Ale. In my Brooklyn, in my Brooklyn brewery cup. Because uh, I'm fancy like that, you know? Cr- cross-pollination or something. <laughs> okay, have you seen Knives no, Out? I'm not. So moving on, uh, you did ask me to watch. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Wait, know. why haven't it's... you seen Knives Out? I, uh, no, I don't. Do you know what that is? I'm out yeah, of you it. You are man. so out of it. Well, That's like the movie. Theaters right are closed. Now. Oh my god! On the TV, no, it's, on, it's on the TV, fool. It's fantastic. Anyway, watch Knives Out. It's um. Oh yeah, okay, I know who that Daniel is. Craig. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. There's, it's a huge, amazing cast. Uh, John, yeah, he's James Bond. Uh, huge, unbelievable cast. Anyway, I watched watch the first watch uh, fifteen or twenty minutes of the episode. Ads got in the way. Um, it's funny. And clever. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really funny, right? No, I have no idea. So, do you know no, who he is? No, like. In real life, no rap. Not, um, Carlos, no rap. Poquito. See, we have we we have the we have poquito. That's about as good as your Spanish too. We have the most different like opposing taste in music. Like I grew up in in a classical music slash pop music mm-hmm. family with a lot of R and B growing up. No, you did not. And then our classical music mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Elvis. Jazz. And, I don't know. Uh, my mom knows Elvis, so that's what, what? I listen to. Yeah. Oh. She loves Elvis. For real? My mom does. Mexican women like uh, like the Elvis? <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> I shouldn't generalize. <laughs> Carlos's mom, who's uh, mm. affectionately referred to in my house as Mama Gonzalez, <laughs> who's the best. The best. The best. Uh, I would not have pinged her as an Elvis person, but then again, you don't ping me as like a Gerald Levert person. So, okay, Lil Dicky is a rapper in real life. That dude, Dave, whatever yeah. his name is, the the guy who okay. plays him, that's really him. Okay, he is really Lil Dicky. He really did start as a YouTube sort of sensation rapper, and then has become more mainstream. Uh, really mainstream, actually. He's done songs with huge names. Um, but the story is written about his really? that's his real life. Like it's all based on his real okay. life. All right. Yes. Um, it is hilariously funny. I think I'm in episode five. Um, I'm in love with it. It's so funny. Like the first episode, like he 
like even even his whole name, like his name, Lil Dicky, is a sort of play on like the hypermasculinity of the rap world. But he used his when he graduated when he graduated from high school or college, maybe he used his bar mitzvah money that his parents would never let him use to buy all this recording equipment and then make <laughs> rap videos on YouTube. And then like, that's how okay. he got started right. was he used his bar mitzvah money. Um, yeah, he's very, very, very funny. I wouldn't call him like a brilliant rapper. He's not my style of rap. He's sort of a, yeah, it's it's not my my thing. I don't yeah. listen to him a ton, but it is a very yeah. funny show. But I mean, if you only watch 15 no, or 20 yeah. minutes, and I, mean, um, I forgot to watch it, and then I started watching it before we uh, we got on. Also, I think I told you at like four. Yeah, to watch it or something, and it's <sighs> ten now. <laughs> so I don't know how much I expected you to get. Though. Didn't have time to pencil it in. <laughs> 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 yeah, I had a high, high house for a living. Yeah, I'd, once or twice. Yeah, you ever heard I of that song? So. Hmm. Yeah, so so out of the loop you are. A thirty-six-year-old man in the body of a he's no wait a seventy-five-year-old man in the body of a thirty-six-year-old man. Oh, damn! And that is not a compliment. <sighs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, I'm saying you're old. Sure. Disjointed, disconnected. I mean, you're still old. From the things. <laughs> Bitch. By a month. A month and a day. Like almost to the day by a month. <laughs> Don't even put that shit on me. Don't even put that shit on me. Hmm. Okay, so I was thinking back to um, our Oof, okay. uh, irresponsible college days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't often think about them. Occasionally, I'll get like a like a whiff of some kind of bad <laughs> beer and go, "Oh, college!" Oh, yeah, yeah. And my stomach starts to churn, and. Uh, I was thinking about the time where we Ooh, rented a hotel room okay. in Corpus Christi. The Red Roof Inn. It was uh, my birthday. Red Roof Inn. We, yeah. Honestly, it was probably birthday. some sort of farm off a gathering, um, post gathering, rather. Um, had a bunch of friends hanging out, and we wanted to party good, so we took what we had and filled up the bathtub. With 108 beers. I remember the actual number. With ice from the, the hotel yeah. that we could get from the ice machines, yeah. slowly filled up a bathtub with ice. <laughs> And put 108 beers in it. Bradley decided he, Bradley still like never had a taste mm-hmm. for beer, would never drink it. So he had Jack Daniels. I no. distinctly remember <laughs> the next morning that there was no Jack Daniels left. 
Um, <laughs> and I think at that time, like, I thought I was hot shit with chugging beer. And so we were doing, like, the stupid bro thing where we were going to chug beer. And it was, like, me and James and Bradley and maybe you. And I remember I chugged mine. And I finished it. Bradley chugged the beer and immediately <laughs> vomited it back up into the cup. Like he was like, well, oh, oh, and it just like no. right back into the cup. I was like, I hate beer. I'm like, and, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, it I, was go on. not great beer. And I wouldn't even say it was good beer. Um, yeah, I, I distinctly remember 108 beers. Don't remember what kind of beers. Also, we were all broke. How did we come up with all this alcohol? Okay. I, I do remember having to piece things together, kind of like a discount hangover movie. Um, in the morning, when there were certain clues of things that had went on. And so... Oh my God. Like we had to, yes. Who was it that was talking and hanging out with the security guard? Okay. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I think from what I was told I was like you ever heard of Mark Broussard? Because <laughs> at that time we had go ahead because he came he came to shut us down yes. and he ended up having <laughs> drinks with us <laughs> so I didn't remember what happened because I was very drunk and the next morning we woke up very late, and I was supposed to be back in San Antonio yeah. to relieve yeah. Danielle from the baby. She'd go to work. <laughs> Not one of my finer times. And uh, I think we woke up at noon. She had to be at work in Bernie at 3. <laughs> and we're walking out, and there's a dude in the hot tub who just looks up <laughs> and goes, John motherfucking Robertson. And like hands up in the air and whatever. And I was like, what's up, man? And I remember like getting in the car and suddenly being like, you don't remember that dude? And I was like, no. Was like, you sat in the car with that dude for an hour listening yeah, to Mark Broussard. I was like, what? <laughs> and I remember I slept on the floor. It was wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. It was like, awful. I was on beer boxes. Because that was a bed. I just think back now, just like, oh boy, like, can ladies. you imagine the people who had to clean that? Like, oh. and then I broke no. the bathroom. <laughs> no. Oh, wait. Do you remember this in the gas station? <laughs> <laughs> we get back in the car. <laughs> we get into the car, and I'm like, yo, I gotta throw up. And so we pull over to gas station. I go in and I just do the deed, and then the, I broke. It wouldn't go down. It was like filled to the lid. I know this is so gross, <laughs> and it wouldn't go down. And so I like ran out. I was like, "Yo, we gotta go now!" <laughs> and we like took off. A couple of stops of throwing up on the side of the road. Oh. Uh. <laughs> What an irresponsible parent hey. I was at the time. But we got back. We made it happen. Oh, Jesus Christ. 
We did get back in time. Just yeah, Danielle has did. never but been more mad at me. I don't think it was up there. It was up there. In that up moment, that it felt point. like <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh my god! I think I'm getting a headache thinking about that. Like it's just, I'll never forget that John motherfucking Robertson. It must have been before. Is that how yeah. that nickname started? No, it was before then, right? I remember because I at one point mm-hmm. for a long time I had an email that was John M. F. Robertson at something. And I used to tell people Matthew Frank is my middle initials. Which Matthew Matthew is your middle. They're like, oh, okay. Never Frank believe me. Correct. Like, no, but it seems like maybe. You know, like Italian American, Catholic. Francis? No, Italian would be Franco, I guess, but Mateo Francis. Either. Francis, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mateo, for, yeah, yeah, definitely doesn't stand for motherfucking. Um, oh man, those are good times though. Oh, the house. We did have epic parties, and again, none of us had any money. I really don't know. Oof. Yeah, we had yeah. a house for a minute. <laughs> for a minute. Uh, it was so much fun. Jaime, who's been on this like podcast, Austin. lived in that house. <laughs> Michael Austin, man, probably shouldn't say too much about him because he has like a highfalutin job now. But um, I don't give a fuck. It's, not, it's my podcast. I remember the first night in that house, Jaime and I were sitting in the master bedroom playing Xbox, and mm-hmm. Michael Austin moved in that night too, and my brother Kevin, and uh, and one other person. Uh-huh. Oh no, Jaime! Yeah, Jaime! Yeah. So Michael comes in to say goodbye to him. Good night. He's like, "Good night, guys." And we're like, turn around. He's butt ass naked, completely naked, and he's a massive dick. And we're just like, "Oh, oh, good night." Why do you have any clothes on? He's like, "Oh, I like to be naked." Like right now. <laughs> and then you thought, you know, I guess if I was as blessed. As Michael Austin, I probably never put pants on, but that was, uh, I actually reminded Jaime of that the other day. And he was like, I never saw him naked. I was like, yo, the first night we lived together. And he's like, oh, oh, he had a huge Sometimes you just got to suppress his memories. Yes, he did have a huge dick. Of course, then there's shovel dick. Oh, Oh, yeah, we probably shouldn't do that to him right now on this podcast. Oh, no, we have talked about it before. On my sixth episode, I told Krista about Shovel Dick and his Love giant cock. <laughs> um, yes. Love you, Sully. Love you. Mean it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> good for you. Sana, sana. All this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh, hey, uh, remember that we, do together. we wrecked my car? That was fun. <laughs> we talked about <laughs> <laughs> on we, the way we job for the worst job I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I didn't have a car, but I was going to go do this job where I needed a car. You were on the phone because we were lost. You were trying to figure out where the building was. <clears throat> so you're right out from. 
I never. Yeah. I think I it's, now uh, have a lay of the land of the city just the now. North of uh, four ten. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. pretty much four ten in San Pedro. Mm-hmm. On the phone with you, boom! Right in the back of a forerunner. That's right. <laughs> In your in your fucking Ford Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. What did it say to you when I hung up? What? 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 I... what? Click. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because I was stuck under the Forerunner, and she pulled out yeah. to go into the parking lot of this bank and took the front bumper with her right off, and I was just like. Holy shit. <laughs> what am I going to say to him? <laughs> like, So I just remember just like pulling the front bumper <laughs> out of the road. And then like calling the place that I was supposed to interview at again for the worst job I've ever had. Mm. Slanging coupons oh. for Smart Circle. JDR International. Multi, multi-level marketing. And uh, call and be like, hey, man, I'm going to be late for this interview. I just wrecked my car, not knowing that I probably would have gotten the job if I had shown up in, like, jeans and a T-shirt. And they didn't care. They just wanted a warm body in there to try to sell coupons for them. Motherfuckers. How long were you? So you eventually did get the job. Yeah, fuck those places. Um, How long that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you I went to interview that day. Like later on that day, I went. I did get the job. I think I worked there from like September yeah, to December. You got hired. You hired me. Like you got me in, involved. We'll say it that way. <laughs> yes, I did. I got you involved. <laughs> it wasn't we're like both, you were doing. Let's say that we were both just... in a stalemate with college. <laughs> I thought I was. I was like, dude, you're gonna. You're going to be on my team. We're going to build a team of five people. Then we're going to open our own office in whatever fucking city we want. And then we're going to build other teams. We're going to make money off of their money. And uh, none of that happened, just to be clear. No, we met some interesting people, though. Like In no way did we succeed in that. Oh, man. I mean, to say the least. Think about that. We're not thinking about uh, about Tony. From Chilberg. Tony. <laughs> from Chilberg. We met Tony from Johannesburg, Johannesburg, South Africa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely a drug addict, we found out. Definitely, and like, not like casual drugs, like shooting stuff up in his arms, drugs. Who had a master's degree? Who would constantly tell us he had a master's degree? So, uh, if he had a master's degree and was doing this, why shouldn't we be doing this? And um, boy, was he wrong! And we should have thought about it. You know, I, why didn't we think of the fact that he had been yeah, there for a, a year and did not have a team uh, or an office? Good question. I think about now, several several years later. Um. <laughs> They get some good exercise, though. Good walking. You know, we look good in suits. Oh, my God. That was nice. 
Ah, miserable. Walking miserable. in suits. It was a cold in the uh, fall. rain that we walked in Dallas. That was fantastic. Like that was it. I remember. And then I quit and you stayed. Maybe. I don't know. It wasn't much longer after that. Bounced. Do you remember the, the, the guy who uh, ran the office said that he, we were, he told us we were the future of the business? <laughs> that we were the one to, because at that point we were still the mouth and the brain. <laughs> no question. The dream, I, dream. of course, being the mouth. No question there. <laughs> Not that I don't have a brain. Uh, sure, the that dream was the mouth. Combo. Um, yeah. If I only had a brain. What was, was the whistling device? there? What was that? <clears throat> yeah. But was that the right melody? I don't, I don't know that it was. <laughs> Play that back. Oh, anyway, oh. Tony. <laughs> the best story. The, the best. The best story. It's the, the the day spot story. <laughs> and we walked in, mm-hmm. and it was me and you and Tony, because I was on his team and you were on my team. Three generations. And he said, uh, "I'm Tony. I'm from uh, Woodlawn Dice Bar." Mm-hmm. And this older dude goes, "What the hell is a dice bar?" And he goes, no, dice ball. And the guy goes, what? And he goes, day spa. And the guy goes, oh, day spa. <laughs> no, we're not interested. And Tony was so fucking mad. <laughs> what the fuck is well, a you know, dice bar? up on enough coke that day that uh, it would set anybody off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. He was such oh. a mess. Not good. Not good. What do you think the odds are that that dude's still alive right now? Not the odds are bad, right? He can't possibly still be alive. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) pull one out for my homie Tony. Tony Mm -hmm. got all the way over here from Johannesburg. Got a master's degree. Remember, he played golf at like some small college in Georgia. Some people would ask him where he was from, and he would go, Macon, Georgia. I was like, it's not <laughs> funny, bro. Like, everybody knows it's not funny. You're not from fucking Macon, Georgia. Yeah. 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 Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. That's one guy. Yep. Fuck that guy. Like the the blonde headed dude who like thought everything was funny, and uh, oh yeah, I saw him like Nate, and I saw him like a year after I quit Smart Circle, and he was like, I saw him in like a bar, and he like laughed <sighs> at me because he was about to be he'd just become an assistant manager after five years, and I was like, bro, it took you five years. He's like, yeah, just, what what the fuck are you doing? It's fine. And I don't even remember what I was doing at this point. I think I was waiting tables, and. And he just like laughed at me like I was the one doing stupid <laughs> shit. And he had spent five years of his life doing mar- multi-level marketing stuff. It's like he felt pity on me. <laughs> Bless his heart. Like, wow. You are so fucking stupid. <laughs> Bless his heart. I mean, better than Tony. Yeah, the yeah. odds that guy's alive. Pretty small. That's true. 
Well, well, yeah, I mean, he, we don't know of any drugs he was doing. <laughs> we definitely, uh, yeah. definitely lied to some people. Not, not knowing, really. But yeah, you man. learn from your mistakes and you move on. And hopefully, oh, boy. <laughs> we got more life lessons. College is than, important, you know, kids. Book lessons, and, <laughs> and that's okay too. Yeah, boy, did I live! I lived a life for sure. I have lived <laughs> a life. <laughs> There's that, and then I sold cars for three months. That was that was second worst job I've ever had. Yep. Sold a fifty thousand dollar truck to uh, people who made seventy thousand dollars a year <laughs> against my will because <laughs> I didn't want to do it. And uh, mm-hmm. my boss was like, "Selling the fucking car," and it rebuilt like three weeks later. So I quit because it it didn't get repoed because it turned out they had falsified their social security numbers. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> Big big win there. I do. One of my fondest memories, though, of us, of our friendship, is when oh, I took. I okay. didn't take yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You came with me to back home to Italy, and I remember just you know. I'm not traveling no, a bit, yeah, but uh, country, you ain't, to, you ain't uh, never seen no green like that before. My motherland, um, but not to yours, and so. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I do. I remember that very vividly, no, like oh, driving in my mom's car. Hmm. Was my mom? Was your mom? Or was it mom that picked, us up? picked us up from. Was it granddaddy from the airport initially? But granddaddy took us to the airport so that we can go to Rome. Yeah, that's what happened. Oh, we went to Rome. Yes, that's right. Because <laughs> remember, he had grappa in his car. <laughs> In his fucking car. I'll never forget that. I was like, Good daddy, do you have a bottle of grappa in your car? And he's like, for those of you who don't know, grappa is a very strong liquor that is made from the residue uh, left over by the grapes when they're making wine. It's very strong. <laughs> Just pour it in your coffee. And he's like, Oh, yeah, it wakes me up. All right. It's okay. It's <laughs> Just. Yeah, at times drinking in the morning in their espresso. It's called cafe coreto. It's like a digestivo, like a digestive thing, which is a big thing that Italians care about. Yeah, you got to digest properly. But <laughs> in your car, <laughs> little different. Of course, this is my granddaddy who, in the if it was driving at night We're and there was nobody on the road, he would drive in the middle of the road. <laughs> No, for him it was just in case people try to pull out. So he didn't. <laughs> He's also the one that taught me to ignore stop signs. Sure. Uh, if there's nobody around, there's no reason to stop. There's nobody here. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, my grandfather uh, taught me to spit because, uh, you know, if you have mucus, you spit it. And... Uh, I'll never forget being in the car. And he rolled down his window and spat. And he hit this woman in the face. <laughs> she was like riding a scooter or something or a bike. Like, boom! Like right in the side of the face. And she looked at him 
with such disdain and just said, you are disgusting. And he just was mortified. It's like, man, I'm very sorry. Like, I'm, he tried to get out of the car and she just like left. Oh, Spat, boom, right in the face. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Italy, man, that was a good time. Good, I mean, yeah, growing up in South like, Texas, even more south than San Antonio, you know. Um, it, it was, you know, first time in Europe, yeah. first time in Italy. It was uh, just beautiful. I was taking in scenery you grew you grew up with, and I would look at it and just admire. And, um, yeah. No, I never will. Now you understand why I'm so busy. Fucking dick. I'm working. I get the Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the thing that I took away the most was just like mm-hmm. finally somebody can see like my perspective. You know what I mean? Like where I come from, because that was you know like yeah, I, I got to, I go to Corpus. I've been to Corpus a ton of times to see your family and to see your For sure. your hometown. What to bring you to mind yeah. was such a rad experience. Rock and shades. I got a picture somewhere. was eleven months old then. Um, I do. There were a lot of special moments on that trip, but I do mm-hmm. remember. Probably two things uh, stand out. One being um, going to see the Sistine Chapel. God damn it. I knew you were going to bring this up. Fuck me. (laughs) Okay. In my defense, before we went, I'd only been to Rome once. Okay. So we were in Vatican City. And Go on. We're going through, and you know, it's really cool architecture. We're checking it out, and we're in line to see the Sistine Chapel, or so we think. Um, and the line was easily an hour long just to get to the front door, front steps. And we wait. Just mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Didn't did. we decide That's to true. go have lunch first and then go after the Vatican? We got time. We're good. We're, so it was like, line, oh, it's you know, fine. Is, we'll go have lunch. Long. Cool. So we have plenty. Of wait time. in line. We get up to the front steps, and you ask the guard how how much longer before we get to. And he said, "Yes, it's not here. It's the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> it, it's around the block." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit! It was, it was a big block. Around the block, my ass. It was like a ten-minute walk, twenty-minute walk. <laughs> it was almost out of Vatican City, like, and it closed at three. Um, yeah, two fifteen, maybe. Like I mean, we two are hall assing all the way over there. We're booking it. I remember we we actually got yes to the correct entrance. And um, you're schmoozing, schmoozing your way up the line. Like, oh, excuse me, excuse me. It's one of my finest moments. <laughs> From start to I finish, like the entire way up the line. <laughs> I walked up three sets of stairs. From like I don't know, like hundreds of people to like fourth. <laughs> Nobody said anything. 
Because the deal was, if you were in the building by 3 o'clock, you were fine. If we had waited in that line, we would not have gotten to the Sistine Chapel and we were leaving the next day. And I was not going to have you not see the Sistine Chapel because I, who spent my whole fucking life in Italy, didn't know it wasn't got in it. the goddamn Vatican. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, goddamn we, we, right we did. Beautiful. Yeah, plenty of uh, photo opportunities up until you had the guy saying, no photos! No photos! In the hall, yeah. Oh, in the actual... Yeah, take, like, sneaky the, pictures in the just hall. to get a, I almost got, We almost got thrown out some here. Some action shots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They're great. That's true. But we pulled it off. Ah, Yes. And that oh, was the day yeah. that we were hung over as fuck. <laughs> that that would be the other memory. We went hard <laughs> the night before. Oh man! So we were staying at this hostel. Um, um, Go ahead with that one. Uh, camps at Tiber, and just outside of Rome. Um, we were looking to figure out That's where right. we could stay and doing some research on the interwebs, and found this hostel. Um, <clears throat> It was covered. It was cheap. Cool. Let's do it. And it was like dirt cheap too, like way cheaper than anything. Yeah, ridiculous. And so, eleven euro a night. Fine, whatever. I remember. Yeah, yeah. We get there. It was nice. It had a a restaurant. It had a market. Had a pool. It was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, the bar. (laughs) With a bar. Yeah, so <laughs> the thing I remember at the bar is all the, the staff were from other countries, but they wanted to practice their English, is what I remember about that. And so they look at us and say, Yes, you American? Gladly, yes. <laughs> and, uh, mm, yes, yes, please. What's that? <laughs> Yes, you very attractive Eastern well, European woman. Sing yes, along or something? Hum along? <laughs> How do I go? Oh, they, I started singing along and somebody was like, Whoa, you could sing. Yeah. And uh, I don't remember what happened after that, but we became very good friends. Like, I sang for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was we, like their we pop star. 15 liters <laughs> in. They kept the bar open for us. It was you, I, uh, uh, the other leaders. Chris yeah. from Boston, man, that that dude Chris, no. Chris from Boston. Which do you remember how we figured oh, out that he's an American? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> His chunk life. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> We're in Rome in Italy. And we figure out <laughs> this dude has the same chunklas that we bought on our way to Omaha, Nebraska uh, in this yeah. mall that in like 2009 only had like two stores open and I was wearing white loafers and it turns out that my former brother-in-law's bachelor party was fishing. And I was wearing a blue yeah. polo shirt, seersucker shorts, and white loafers. 
So <laughs> they didn't know what the fuck That's to do right. with me. Went from Pulled one in a to couple two. towns where you improve the Mexican population by 100%. And uh, that's right. And uh, he had the same yeah. fucking chanclas on. And I, we picked him out and he hung out with us. And we uh, did. We, it was about drank. five liters each, homie. I mean, I have the. How, yeah. Like. I had, I had, yeah. Like five liters of beer. Some other. And Danielle drinking wine. <laughs> and I, we went to our bunk beds. In the hostel, and I remember the next day we woke up and it was like eleven or ten, and we were like, "We should sleep." And it's like, "Oh, it's our last day in Rome. Like, we got to take Carlos to see the Vatican, and we got to figure out where the fuck Sistine Chapel is." But I will never forget that we figured out that he was American by the sandals he was wearing that we also bought in yeah. like Podunk, and some Idaho, of the staff recognized John, American rock star. <laughs> I'm noticing a trend here. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Especially yeah, whilst yeah. drinking. I talk to people sometimes. <laughs> sometimes there's alcohol involved. <laughs> Might be doing that right now. Like, who knows what? <laughs> Yeah, we've had some good times. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. We need to do that again. We need to go on a vacation together. Bring Jennings. Get the full experience. She can she can hang out with uh with drunk John. <laughs> the real like the next level, you know what I mean? Like the real heightened experience of John Robertson. <laughs> Where I start talking about why Wanye Morris from Voice to Men is the greatest vocalist in the history of mankind. That's right. <laughs> Doesn't matter that you don't know who Wanye Morris is. Let me tell you why. It's well, like a high E above high C. He's better than Stevie Wonder. Yeah. I know. Yeah, shout out for Wanye. Who knew at that time that someday Wanye would send me a video? It'll work. Just keep keep plugging it. We're still trying to get on the podcast. <laughs> do it. I'll do it for you. No, I need to find. I found this manager's email. I need to build up the balls to send him an email. Yeah, this is a good idea. All right, homie. Well, an hour and five. All right, let's let's do another take. I I feel good about it. I'm just glad to finally have you on here. (laughs) Done. I'm done. I'm done. I ain't got shit to do. It's Friday. I got a job. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, it's been fun. Right, Thanks well, for having me on. I'm gonna let you go. That. Uh, love what you're doing. What a pleasure. And Thank you for more people me. listen to it, so they can. Yeah, I mean, because there are people to listen. You know. Yes, please, more people. That'd be nice. That's right. That's right. It's this time. Experience. They're, yeah, they're at home. They ain't, they ain't got no jobs. They ain't got shit to do. Although if your kids are around, maybe don't. They, they got to grow up sometime. You know? Maybe don't put this one on. <laughs> or maybe do. Live a life fulfilled. That's right. Absolutely. Live a fulfilled life. A Thank full you. life. <laughs>